Ladies and gents, welcome back. It's BC. Let's let's talk again. Now I'm going to take my hands off the desk because I have my bracelets and they click clack, make a lot of noise, and I don't want to take away from the the podcast. Something that I want to really discuss with you guys today circles around the word obsession, being obsessed, right? And I want to give you a point from my perspective first. Then we're going to talk about how necessary this is for the human being to really exceed expectations, break new ground, discover new things, right? This is like a necessary ingredient in the recipe of massive success, discoveries, inventions, and that kind of stuff, okay? So one thing that I would say, because I get this question all the time too, and it's directly tied into the subject matter, well, BC, what makes you different, right? Like if I coach with you, right? And I can go down all the technical stuff, right? But one thing for sure is that obsession. I first was obsessed about bettering me, my life, my communication, my skills, and all this stuff, my finances, my mindset, my character, my identity. I was 1,000% thoroughly obsessed with myself first. So now that translates to the student because I'm obsessed for my actual students, close students, and people close to me, just absolutely investing in them and transforming them. We have a special relationship, right? Because of that, because I obsess about seeing them grow and I like it and I'm tuned in with them, right? So from a teaching standpoint, it's there, but the key in that is what I said first. I was obsessed first with me and improving myself. How can I help you if I first haven't done it with myself, right? But here's the point, obsession, right? Now, obsession, if you really pay attention in society, is deemed as a negative thing. Well, you shouldn't focus too much on one thing. Oh, you need to have a plan B. Oh, you're obsessed with blah, blah, blah. Oh, like I always hear, oh, man, you're obsessed with basketball. Like, stop. So, dude, that's, that's what I like, number one. I'm passionate about it, and I want to turn it into my life and my career. What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm too obsessed. What the hell does that even mean? Right? So it already has a negative connotation. Meaning you probably in your mind don't want to tell people that you're obsessed with something because of fear of backlash, judgment, criticism, insults. We can say exclusion from the group, being outcasted by society and and people and and, uh, your family and so on and so forth, right? That's a potential. But... That will limit you and stop you. Why? Think about this. For you, if you follow me, you're probably an entrepreneur or at the very least, you want more from you and life. You're not okay with average. You want more. Fair enough. With that said, though, if you tackle a subject, let's say bettering your finances and your skills like an average person, you're going to get the results that they get, which is average. You have to be, in quotes, crazy and obsess about making these changes. You see the correlation there? Now, by obsessing, I focus on it a lot. I put my time, energy, and focus into it. I work on it all day, every day. It's my everything. It's my priority. And suddenly, all these things that I've been talking about for years seem to just click into place when you obsess about it. But see, there's a block, an internal block, that will stop somebody from wearing that badge and saying, I'm obsessed or telling the world and the people around them, I'm going to obsess about improvement here or doing this or doing that because that's what I want to do. 
And if you always have that internal block, you will never be able to tap into it. But see, that's the key because it's the obsession that has gotten me everything. It was my obsession with proving people wrong that made me big on social media. It was my obsession with conquering everything that I wanted to conquer in regards to my inner self, my finances, my goals that allowed me to get to where I'm at. Nothing short of an obsession. Why? Because when I tell the stories about the adversity that I went through and the situations that I went through, everyone's like, oh man, I would have quit. Exactly. That's the difference between me and you. You quit with a little bit of resistance or a medium amount of resistance. I'm obsessed. I don't care how much resistance comes. I will handle it and tackle it. And here's the key, y'all. You don't need to be special or talented or born in a certain place or speak a certain language or come from money to be obsessed. It's a decision. Once you remove all those internal blocks, man, and that's when I tell people, you really need to work on your internal clock, your self-belief, right? Your understanding, your mindset, right? The philosophical standards that you live by, your beliefs, your values, your identity, the real work that nobody wants to do that they say is fluff. Like that has, and that's why I focus on that so much with my students, dude, because when that's handled, everything else just always seems to fall into place. It's crazy. The results that they suddenly start getting, they get happier, they're more fulfilled, they start making more money, their business suddenly starts growing. It's like, wait, it wasn't a technical change, it was an internal shift. That's gonna be required for you to wear, the, I, I'll say it to, you know if you listen to me, if you know me at all, I would have zero problem telling the world, and I do that I'm obsessed about what I do and my craft and being the best. That is an obsession, 100%. It takes up the lion's share of my time, my energy, my focus, my actions, of course. Because that's what it takes to be in this position. You're not going to get to my position or surpass me if you don't do it the way that I did it or better. And even if you did do it better, I have such a lead, it's going to be very difficult for you to catch up by design. That's why I've been doing what I've been doing for so long and so hard to create a gap. Now I can help you shorten that learning curve. But see, that's where you have to go from being a fan or a follower to an actual student. And that's something I want to touch on because the teacher-student relationship is sacred and people have just, you know, kind of run that name through the mud. People hit me, oh man, you're my online mentor. Well, I appreciate you following me and, and taking my advice and using it if you are, of course. But again, I'm not your mentor. I don't know who you are. I'm not working with you. You're not a mentee. I'm not your mentor. You are a follower or a fan. That's it. But again, that's not to offend or piss anybody off. It's just to make sure that we're, we're designating things properly. You're not a student or a mentee unless you're a student or a mentee and you've signed up for my stuff and, you, and you're directly under me. Otherwise, again, you're a follower or a fan. Note the difference because that designation, same thing with making the designation between average and obsessed, needs to be made. And what I said needs to be understood and accepted. So now if you say, well, yeah, I'm a follower, that's fine, but that's different. Now you're not telling yourself that you're under my tutelage and you're my mentee. It's like, oh shit, I'm just a follower. I want to be a student because to be a master teacher and practitioner, you need to be a master student first, right? So again, all these things, whether it's being obsessed, telling people they're a fan or a follower and not a student, all this stuff ruffles feathers, believe it or not. And some of you may be upset listening to this because you took offense to me saying that. That's fine, but it's the truth. I'm never going to hold back the truth. Same thing when somebody really wants to obsess about something and get better. They want the people around them to be honest. You don't want people to be walking on eggshells and, and giving you all this fluff. You want the real. You want them to tell you what you don't see, tell you what you don't know, and tell you what you refuse to change or force you to confront things that you keep pushing to the side. That's why you get help. 
but that's only going to be accepted by somebody and they're only going to put themselves in that position when they're obsessed. When you obsess about getting a perfect body, you get it. When you obsess about having optimal health, you get it. When you obsess about building a real estate business, you'll do it. When you obsess about making six figures or seven figures or whatever, or getting a Lamborghini like I did years ago, you will. And I still get that question. Oh man, why'd you let go of the Lamborghini? Dude, that was a goal that I accomplished six years ago. Life goes on. I'm continuing to level up and make more money and do bigger things. Like that was one little stepping stone. I obsessed about getting it. I got it. Okay, what's the next thing? I can't just continuously. Now, if I had grown up and that's the only car that I wanted and it wasn't just a goal, I loved that particular car. I was going to keep it forever. Okay, then that would be fitting if I kept it forever. But that wasn't it. It was just a goal that I wanted to accomplish to say one day I will own one of those cars. I didn't say I was going to keep it forever. Same thing with like if you guys watch the videos now uh, at my house and I, I redid the setup and you can see behind me there's all those little play cars, a little figure, figurines, little cars. Um, literally, there's nine or 10 or 11 cars on that desk. I've owned all of them except for one because I obsessed about owning them and I really wanted to have that experience. I didn't want to keep them forever, but I wanted that experience. So that's the power of this. A man or a woman who is obsessed about the attainment of something cannot be stopped. Do you realize that? Because with obsession comes the removing of all the self-imposed barriers that people give themselves. I'm not motivated. Oh, it's hard. I got rejected 100 times or 500 times. I mean, the list goes on and on of how we allow ourselves to stop based on those types of limitations that, again, whether you believe it or not, are self-imposed. Those are self-imposed. Self-imposed. Self-imposed, not someone else. The person who's obsessed will refuse to accept things that they've self-imposed on themselves. They'll handle it. They'll do what those they'll, they'll search the ends of the earth to fix those things. Whether it costs time, effort, money, resources, it doesn't matter. Heartache, they'll do it. Because when you obsess, you enter a different field and a different world and mode that most people will not put themselves in. When you guys see that special magical stuff from athletes and actors and this and that, and you hear about their stories or certain things that they accomplish and what it took to get there, ladies and gentlemen, that's an individual who is obsessed about doing that thing. Period, point blank, end of story. And like I said before, there's nothing magical about being obsessed. It's just a decision and you wanting something so bad that you'll do whatever it takes to get there. And when you do that, you activate something dormant within the human being that makes you unstoppable, dude. Now, I hope people find this and I activate it in them, but ultimately they have to walk through the door. They have to make the choice. I can't take somebody who just doesn't want to live their life and make them motivated. I mean, come on, man. It just doesn't make any sense. So, what are you obsessed about? And if I look at your life and right now you spend a lot of time on your phone, well, you're obsessed about mindless entertainment and being on your phone. You may not say it that way, but that's what the results show. You're obsessed about being average, being on the phone, lackadaisically going through life, right? And, and not really, you know, obsessing about watching other people live their lives and not you. I can go on and on. You have to flip that switch, y'all. You have to make a change. You have to. Again, if you want to live an extraordinary life, a non-average life, a different life, one of abundance and opulence and all these things that we want, you're going to have to do it. Otherwise, you're going to be like everybody else, unfortunately. And for a lot of people, that awareness and understanding of what I just said and the acceptance of it, they'll never do because they can't put their pride and ego to the side because they're so delusional 
It, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's the same thing with the people who tell me they don't need help. It's like, dude, you need help. Look at the results. You're not happy. You're not going to figure it out. Otherwise, you would have. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Anyways, that's it for this one, guys. If you want to talk to me about real brokerage, the link is below. If you want to check out my courses and coaching, Brian Casella or BrianCaselaCoaching.com. Um, we have a Discord channel as well. Anything else you need, hit me up and we'll chat. All right, peace.